APU. American Public University is proud to present Online Teaching Lounge. This is episode number 126, starting a new online class. This podcast is for educators, academics, and parents who know that online teaching can be challenging, but it can also be rewarding, engaging, and fun. Welcome to the Online Teaching Lounge. I'm your host, Dr. Bethany Hansen, and I'll be your guide for online teaching tips, topics, and strategies. Walk with me into the Online Teaching Lounge. Every time I start to teach a new class, I remember the students I'm about to meet may not know anything about the subject matter and they might not know me either. I probably haven't met them yet, and I will need to get to know them quickly as we all get into that online classroom space. There might be many other things I wanna think about as an online educator starting to teach a new online class. And maybe you have a long list of things you think about too. In my experience, I should pay attention to those thoughts I'm having before the first day of class and take action in those most important areas. That will make all the difference. In today's episode, I'm gonna walk you through key areas to address before you start teaching your next online class and the number one most important thing to set the tone for the entire course session. You might be thinking it's just an online class, what could there be to worry about? And you'd be right, you don't need to worry. With attention to these key areas and the number one most important thing to address, you can have a wonderful online class. Pretty exciting, right? Let's get started with some of the questions I hear most often from online educators. What do my students already know about the platform and how am I gonna help them find their way around the class? How do I get to know students online? What is the best way to contact my students so I know they're getting my messages and my announcements? How do I get my students to help when their technology isn't working or when parts of the course aren't working for them. What am I supposed to do when my technology isn't working for me? I don't wanna look bad in front of my students, but I know I don't know everything about technology either. How do I help students get excited about this class if I didn't write the course and it's not exactly organized how I would have created it if it were up to me? After all, what should I do to try to get excited myself about the class? If I get it all wrong and just don't know how to teach online very well, what is the most important thing I should pay attention to? These seven big questions land in three different areas, and I'll walk you through these one at a time. First, there are key elements to include in your initial communications, and those communications can include a welcome message sent before the first day of class, a course announcement published on or before the first day of class, and your introduction provided in the online classroom. These communications will focus on answering four of the important questions I heard most often from online educators. That first question was, what do my students already know about the platform and how am I gonna help them find their way around the class? I like to assume that my class is always the very first course they are taking at my university. This way, I provide them the kind of guidance a new student really needs. The experienced students can skip past these items by including them, I guide the new student into a successful start. If my class really is the first one they're taking, it's common for this student to know very little about the platform 
and nothing about how to get around in that online classroom. I solved this by giving them a video walkthrough of the space. This can be done with Screencastify, Loom, Kaltura, Camtasia, or any other video making app. I have a few earlier episodes of this podcast that focus on making videos in detail, and I encourage you to take a look if you are interested in more details on how to do this. My walkthrough video is going to be narrated by my own voice to start the relationship with my student. And I'll show them where to click for the syllabus, the lessons, the discussions, the announcements, and everything else. I'll usually end this walkthrough by showing them exactly where to go to start their first bits of work in the class. Some schools and universities have their own orientation videos to the platform in which some more generic guides are given to the student through the online classroom space. If you have access to one of these and you're short on time, you might be able to link this or embed it into your classroom to save time. If you choose this option, I suggest putting a copy into your welcome message and your first course announcement, and then email both of these to your students for the special needs of those newer students. After all, if they're less familiar with the platform, they're not going to know where to find the walkthrough video if it's hidden in the classroom. While we're still talking about those initial communications, I'll point out here that the welcome message greeting your students get before the first day of class is one of those key elements for a great start. And the first week course announcement is another key element. Both of these should include the same kind of details about what students can expect, how to get started in the class, and how to contact you when they need your help. And in both of these areas, you can find out how you can best contact your students to know if they're getting your messages and your announcements. All you need to do is ask them to email you a short message to let you know they received that first communication so that you know it's a good way to reach them. And of course, you're gonna to have to follow up with those who don't connect with you and keep trying different methods until you get it right. Before your class begins, you have a little more time to find out who to contact about technology problems that your students are gonna have and those technology problems you might have during that course. You can contact the classroom support department or a help desk, or if you're really not sure, the faculty HR department to find out who to contact. Believe me, you will need these contact phone numbers and links before that class starts, because once class is in progress, you won't have as much time to try to find out who to contact. You can share the tech department contact information with your students in that welcome message and in the first announcement to put them at ease and get them some focused help. This is time well spent. Trust me on this one. One additional tip I have for you is to build relationships with colleagues and supervisors in your institution. You might not know everything about the technology and you can get some great ideas from these people who are in the same boat with you. It's always better to get the help you need to make technology work for you so you can continue to be effective with students and focus on relationships with them rather than learning the technology. And if you're still learning, don't be afraid to tell your students just that, that you're still learning a few things in that online space so you know how they feel being in learning mode. You're right there with them. Owning this helps you encourage and connect with students instead of making excuses and feeling like it's totally out of control. The second question online faculty ask is, how do I get to know students online? 
If you're very experienced teaching face-to-face, it might seem like online classes couldn't possibly bring you the same relationships and connections that you might get when you're in the same room with your students. But with some creativity, you can. Answering the question means that you're going to think about the type of activity you might use to build rapport and relationships. And you will also consider what kind of technology will make that happen for you. Will it be live synchronous video meetings? Asynchronous video clips posted in the discussion space? Images each person posts with some written introductions? A basic way to get to know students is to think about what you really want to know and then ask them. And be sure to share it about yourself too. I'll give you an example of this. When I'm teaching music appreciation online, I like to know about students who have heard traditional music in other parts of the world. In my own introduction, I'll tell them that I went to Brazil for a music teacher conference and describe some of the instruments I saw and heard. And I tell them that when I went to that same conference a few years later in Scotland, I saw informal groups of people in local pubs playing instruments and singing together. And I also saw a man in a Scottish traditional kilt standing in the center of town playing the bagpipes. And this man had a fancy attachment on the top of those pipes that made fire come out of them. After sharing these examples, I ask them whether they have traveled and if so, what kinds of music they might have noticed in other parts of the world. In the process of talking about the music, students who are musicians will usually share that information. Tell us what they like to sing or what they like to perform and what instruments they play. And some will even share sound clips or videos of themselves creating music. This is the beginning of getting to know my students in that online space. And we're gonna keep building on that each week in our discussion. Ultimately, to get to know your students, we have to be willing to share who we are as human beings and then invite them to share a little that brings them into the class and helps us see them as human beings too. When I get to know online students and bring in details about the subject we're going to study in the course, this can generate some excitement for the class. I know it's sometimes very difficult to get excited as the teacher if you didn't write the class and you're teaching what we call a standardized online course. But you can bring in those things that do excite you about the topics and the subject matter itself and weave them into your weekly approach to that class, even if the structure of the class and the main content cannot be changed. By finding ways to relate to what you're teaching, you will have a better chance of getting your students excited about that class. And this will build positive momentum to help your students keep going each week and to help your students want to complete that course successfully. I've shared some ideas here around getting ready and jumping into that first week of class and about guiding your students around the course. And I've also touched on some ideas to help you get relationships going with your students and with a course you didn't create. In the end, some of you listening might be thinking, if I get it all wrong and just don't know how to teach online very well, what is the most important thing I should pay attention to? The answer is that the most important thing isn't a thing at all. It's the people on the other side of the screen. Your students are all there for a reason and they all have their own individual needs and challenges while they're in your class. They need support, encouragement, and above all, understanding. When you're struggling to get through to them, remember that they're human beings who want to be successful and they need you. 
Even if you have no strategies for communication plans and you don't know exactly what the best ways to reach your students are, if you stay in touch with empathy for your students and really want to help them, you will do well in all of your efforts. You don't have to get everything right and you don't have to be perfect, but there is no replacement for caring about your students and being kind in your approach. As you focus on the people you're working with, this will invite you to sometimes be more flexible with them or give them a few more resources to guide them. And maybe it will mean that you pick up the phone and try to reassure them when you've noticed that they didn't log into the class at all this week. Whatever you feel inspired to do in your care for your students, acting on those ideas will make you an excellent online educator. It will also help you enjoy teaching because the focus isn't gonna be about you and whether or not you're doing it right. The focus will be on your students and how you can guide, support, and love them. And as you prepare to teach your new online class, getting to know and caring about your students really is the most important thing. This is Dr. Bethany Hansen, your host for the Online Teaching Lounge podcast. To share comments and requests for future episodes, please visit bethanyhansen.com forward slash request. Best wishes this coming week in your online teaching journey. For more information about our university, visit us at study at APU.com. APU, American Public University.